Hello, everybody. Welcome to Misfit Monday. I am Johnny. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is what? the pirate Just stream. A random. Oh, I don't know if the stream actually it. saw, but there was a there was a candle. Random. Anyways, it's a, it's a, it's a match. A match. Yeah, started. Okay. Let's, just let's start light this fires. match. I see. Okay. Oh, let's light this candle. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, you didn't tell me we were doing a bit. I don't have anything near me. No one told me how to be prepared for profits. I mean, I, I just have matches. This one tastes like watermelon. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm gonna leave it open. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna light it, but I'll leave it open. That watermelon scent. Uh, hi everybody. Yum. It is Misfit Monday. Whoa. Welcome to tonight's episode of Ravenloft Misfits. I am Johnny. I am the DM. And for a list of the cast names, socials, pronouns, all that good stuff. Check out the chat or the episode description. Um, we stream Ravenloft Misfits each Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. So please make sure to follow us, subscribe to our channel, participate in the chat. And if you're watching the recording, please like, comment, subscribe, do all the things, uh, join our Discord, share with your friends, help us grow. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, give us five stars because that has been helping a lot. I don't know if y'all have been doing it, but if you have, thank you. Been helping. Keep doing it. A lot of people don't notice, but the five star thing on Spotify actually just tells us how good of a podcast to make. So if you want a five star podcast, you rate five stars, then mm -hmm. we make it five star quality. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. We have to do it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, um, forgot what I was supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be talking <laughs> Five about star quality. You're supposed to feed your patron, your demonic patrons. Yeah, exactly. Have it give you a bunch of people don't know. Yeah. Thank you for this bit, Ellen. Is that we're actually all specced into Warlock, and our patron is Roll Twenty. It gives us the power to play games with each other through the internet, and every time we level up, we play a better game on Roll Twenty dot because it makes it super easy to keep track of all of our stats and our characters enemies the maps that johnny and ellen make all the time they make such beautiful maps we love them so much and they just oh. it's so easy just stick them right into roll 20 you can import all that stuff there's tons of gm tools it's just all you know ease of use i've never had an easier time playing DD with my friends yeah Thank and you, you know what else has been super easy to use sirenscape it's been so no great way. And uh, I just I can't I and I'm I know I sound facetious every week, but I swear to God, this is like the coolest fucking thing ever. I've always wanted some shit good. like Sirenscape. It's so fucking perfect because you just press a button and then boom, you're into another fucking room. It's it's super cool. Y'all should check it out. If you're interested in getting the Super Siren subscribers, that'll help us out if you follow the link that's in our episode description or the chat. Um, but other than that. Check Sirenscape out. It's pretty dope. Um, yeah. Yeah, I actually had an idea about Sirenscape recently. Is like theoretically, you could use it as background music for a podcast you're recording, and then right. use its like audio effect, like tool to like add in any effects you need for the podcast. And it'd probably be really easy, even if you weren't an audio engineer. I can definitely smart. say it would it would be super fucking easy to do. You just leave it open and then press the buttons whenever yeah. you need it super easy um but yeah check it out it's great super easy to use set everything on up beforehand and press a button and you're in the stuff it's great but outside of that let's do a recap 
Last episode, you all had a inner party conflict where Arxis was given great power from the Kingmaker uh, in hopes that Arxis would release the Kingmaker from its prison. But due to the sheer numbers of the misfits, uh, Arxis, you were unsuccessful in doing so. Uh, and when you were unconscious after being beaten by your friends, you spoke to the Kingmaker and seemingly cut ties with him. As you awoke, Katya, you pulled out your sword and formally executed Arxis, something that I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, and when that happened, Arxis's sword fell to the ground, burst into black flames and disintegrated seemingly to be the final connection with the Kingmaker. After this, Beatrice was able to cast Revivify on Arxis, who was brought back, and you were then able to finish a short rest on the outskirts of the temple where uh, Vaughn and Beatrice spoke about Arxis and what to do going forward. Katya and Esmeralda spoke about whether Arxis is still a dick or if things have changed. Uh, and Katya, you also spoke to Casimir about the entire Bing Strahd's daughter thing that you had yelled out while formally executing Arxis. Um, but he seemed not to care too much. Casimir brought out his spell book and showed you a drawing of his sister and said that he was still willing to do whatever he needed to, at the end of it all, help his sister and get revenge on Strahd and find whatever information within the Amber Temple he needed. Uh, but after that, Vaughn, you spoke to Arxis and pretty much told him to get his shit together. Uh, Arxis, during this time, noticed that he could no longer cast spells nor use any of his paladin powers. After the short rest, you were all split up with Beatrice... Katya and Casimir going to the lower level of the Amber Temple to investigate the locked door that Vaughn had stood in front of. And Vaughn, Arxis, and Esmeralda went to the right side of the temple to just check what is going on there. Uh, Beatrice, you were able to cast Identify in the door, and you found that it was locked through arcane lock means and that it was magically trapped, though the trap exactly wasn't Sure, you got illusion magic and um, abjuration. Uh, Vaughn and Arxis and Esmeralda walking towards the right-hand side of the, the temple, you found the large hole that went down to the lower level, and you found a lecture hall, which, Vaughn, you had spotted some piece of clothing that moved back behind the lectern at the front of the hall. But at that time, Beatrice had felt her memories being sifted through and checking the motives as to why Beatrice was here. Uh, which then you informed the party that the guardian of the temple was coming back around to check people's uh, thoughts and motives. And then Katya, you were the next, or maybe I mixed those up. Either way. I think it was Katya first. Caught you yeah. first. I, yeah, I was like, when I said Beatrice first, I was like, no, I think that was the other way around. Anyways, mm. gotcha, then Beatrice. And then you all turned to Casimir, who 
at that moment, you had no, no idea what his true plans were until he finally said, fuck this, and went into a dimension door, seemingly to escape whatever sort of detect thoughts was coming towards him. As that happened, Vaughn, Arxis, and Esmeralda came running up the hall on the top floor, and that's when you ran into this room where a Amber Gollum had turned around and began rushing towards each of you. So, with that, we are going to roll initiative and see where this fight leads. I also told the little guardian guy that he should go after <laughs> Casimir. Correct. Okay. Natural twenty twenty two. Did I roll that? Why am I already on the thirteen? Cool. All right, twenty two for Beatrice. Nice. All right, I'm gonna redo these. Okay. Do you want me to prioritize? Uh, Am, are we prioritizing getting through the door or fighting the golem? Does anyone have an opinion? I mean, do we know? We don't know which way he dimension doored, correct? Theoretically, through the door. You can only dimension door within sight. He, no, no, no it's you, not don't sight. To, you don't have to do oh, uh, within don't? sight. You just no. have to point a direction and say, and I want to go. 20 feet that way, 30 feet mm-hmm. backwards, 100 feet forward, 500 feet to the right. Wait, so it's he had a, to point? He didn't have to Would point, no, but he just oh, had to just, figure out he where to... he was going. Oh, okay. He has to, like, that choose coordinates. That would be really helpful. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm assuming he went through that door because he chose to follow us on this part of the investigation. Right. And he seems to know where he's going, and I don't see why he would have come this way if he wasn't planning to go this way. Sure. And the golem is not near us it's over in the room with the other yeah. group, the upper right? floor yes. and it's right. like in the other side of the balcony uh mm-hmm. let's take a we so. can take a swing at the door and if that takes too long we'll bail sure okay okay all right well that brings us to beatrice you are up Got it. first uh first thing i'm gonna do is i'm going to uh let me see what the distance is yeah, I'm within range. I will I will back up another so I'm like 60 feet back, so I'll come to like here. And I'm gonna cast Oh, I should probably have an angle on it. I'll go here and I'm gonna cast shatter on the door. Okay. Alright, yeah. You're gonna go right there? Yeah. Okay. Uh just so everybody knows, I could pull up the map, but it's not showing. They're on the lower level, so it's not really showing it mm-hmm. exactly right. So I'll just pull up the map anyways. That way people can see what's kind of going on. So a uh, creature or object makes a constitution saving throw. A non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes damage if it's a spell. Well, would this count as a magical object? Does this can I not be shattered? Because if that's um, the case, then I would, wouldn't do this. No, it's not a magical object. Okay. It's just a spell cast upon it. So I would say that this still works. Okay. Okay. Then I so ca- you're yeah, going to be doing. Cast on it. Okay, casting shatter on it. Let's go ahead and take a look at. A creature of non-organic material, such as stone, crystal, or metal, has disadvantage on the save. Okay. But you don't have to. It just erupts from a point within range. So I don't have sure. to target a creature. It just hits anything in that area. Right. Uh. 
Okay. Um, it automatically fails, I would say, because it's okay. just, it's a fucking door. Um, so go ahead and roll that damage. It's going to take 68. Cool. Nice. Okay. 24. You have done quite a bit of damage to it. It is currently not completely broken, but you can see that a lot of the 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 black marble at the floor has shot up, a lot of debris shooting everywhere, and a lot of that has pushed into the door, and there are cracks that are currently going through it. You are doing something to it, just it's not sure. completely broken just yet. Got it. Um, um, can I see... I probably can't see anything through it at this angle, can I? Through the door? Yeah, like from this angle I'm at, can I see any movement or anything through the door in those I cracks? I would say no. Okay, Yeah, sure. not at the moment. Um, did the trap activate? Sure. From your, from your position, it doesn't look like anything happened. It just looks like things got shot into the door, the door has started breaking, but outside of that, there wasn't like a magical flare or anything like that. Got it, okay. Cool. All right. I've got this worked on. Vaughn. Hello. There's a big boy in front of me, yes? There is a big boy in front of you, yes. I would like to rage. All right. Let's Heck. do it. Uh, I will roll my my D8, a three. Um, an intangible spear, which looks like a flump for a pixie. It appears within five feet of one creature if you choose. With the, uh, da at the end of the current turn, it explodes, and every creature within five feet must make a dex save or take 1d6 force damage. Okay. That's, that's happening. Cool. Yeah, that's just there. So there's uh, just like a thing right next to, I'm guessing, the, the, the big boy. thing. Yeah. Yeah, they will cool. explode at the end of the turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then I'll attack it. All right, let's see it. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, I. Whoop. 17? 17. It wouldn't be hits. sneak attack damage. So, I'm not sneak attacking it. Okay, and just so that'd one. just be ten psychic. Oh, plus my rage. So then plus two, twelve. Uh, so you use buttons. your psychic daggers, and yep. it doesn't seem like it has any effect. Um, lovely. Okay, I will reach into and I will pull my rapier out of my mouth, and I will <laughs> attempt to stab it with that. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Um, nineteen so. does hit. Dealing 12 damage total. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. You uh, carve into yeah. this amber, breaking off a few pieces. Uh, and is that rapier magical? I do not believe it is. No. Okay. All righty. <clears throat> That's your turn? It has to make a deck save. It has to As make a deck save? explodes next to it. Oh, of <laughs> yeah. course. Of course. Yes. Uh, it will make a deck save. And that damage. is a 10. I assume that fails. I'm assuming that fails as well. Uh, so it takes one damage on top of that 12. Okay. Yep. All right. That's your turn. Yep. Uh, I'll just go. Uh, we've got some a lovely statues company up here. All right. And just one thing to check. Is it one thing I'll be upset about? No, it's okay. nothing to be upset about. I just wanted to double check some abilities. Okay. It is almost Arxis's turn. 
Uh, Beatrice. Yeah. I would say since you're since in your position, you would see this creature, the fox-like creature, rushing out of the head, the hood of this statue once more, and you see it teleporting right in front of the door. And as as it stands there, it looks to you, and it looks back towards the door, and it whispers something under its breath, and as that happens, you see the doors open up. Hmm. And okay. it runs in. Got it. Arxis, you're up. Uh, question. Do I, do I, am I still able to extra attack or no? Yes. Very cool. I'm going to get there and attack it with a halberd. Okay. What is that again to you? Uh, that probably doesn't go. What? Second attack? 16? 16 does not hit. Wonderful. Uh, well, then that is uh, my turn. That's all I can Okay. Do. All right. Uh, that brings us to Esmeralda, who is going to. Hmm. Now, remind me, does Esmeralda have a telepathic link with everybody? Does she know what's going on? I, uh, I don't remember. How many people are? Yeah, it would be everyone except Casimir, depending yeah, on. I, th- I think it was everyone but Casimir is what we had. Okay, so then she knows that Casimir just like booked it, right? Yeah. Yes. So she's gonna run Arsus into this room. No longer in it. She's gonna oh, right, run into not, this room. Dead. Oh right, yeah. She's gonna run into this room right behind each of you, seeing this giant golem, and says, "Are we going to fight this, or are we going to regroup?" Mm-hmm. Shit! All right. <laughs> Best of both worlds. And she runs to the other side of this this uh, room just to get to still within range. And she is going to shoot two crossbows at this thing. Um, and she's going to do her bonus action. Oh, this thing doesn't have blood. Okay, so it's not going to do that. Uh, it'll just do her right of the dawn. Ooh, eight slashing. Ouch. Okay. So she takes that. She makes one attack, which is a 17 just hits. And then a natural one. Oof. All right. Well. Good start. It's a great start. Outside of that, that's her turn. It's going to be... uh, Roll a d20, Zach. Okay. Okay. 16? Alright, you go first. Oh, yeah. Uh, can I see the magic fox creature that walked into this room? Uh, you were kind of looking towards the hallway, and then as you turn around, yes, you see this fox creature running into this room, and you see the doors opening. Within also, this door, yeah. you see a large uh, other amber golem, and you see Casimir standing oh, just in front of this golem that is like He's pretty much like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> that is what you um, see. Good, he can get killed by it. Uh, 
push his head into the golem. I don't know what to do about Bonk. this. Put some Worcestershire sauce on him, make him real <laughs> tempting. <laughs> Worcestershire wizard. I'm gonna... I need to get that token. Enter the doorway. Oh, I think I do. Yeah, so this thing would have been like right here, and that is the amber golem right there. Cool. Oh, it's the so, old bird head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you come the into this pet. room, what you see are just these giant piles of treasure. Uh, one second, I'm getting to the actual notes. Uh, Yeah, you see just giant piles of treasure within here and this 10-foot-tall statue of amber that it has a hawk-like head and it Mm. is a humanoid body that stands in this alcove in the northern side of this room. And you can Mm -hmm. see just behind it these cracks in the wall that kind of twist and turn, similar to that fissure that you had seen earlier outside. As that stands there, you can see it standing just in front of Casimir as well as this fox-like creature running into there and just readying some sort of spell towards this person. So, with all that, what would you like to do? I think I'm just going to ready my attack for if either Casimir or the golem gets in range of me. Okay, sounds good. So with that, I'm going to change you to 13.5. Cool. With that, it is now the Amber Golem's turn. And now since the Amber Golem is active in the lower floor, they get to go too. Uh, So this one is going to rush towards Casimir. Kill him. He has no hit points. Well, he got a short rest too, so I'm assuming well, he did. Yeah, but he had no hit points basically yeah, he when already. he had True. hit points. He was a little baby. <laughs> I think he's going to get punched and he's going to die. All right. That is a 29 to hit, which deals 20 bludgeoning damage. (laughs) Bye-bye, Casimir. And the next one is a 15. This is... This is... Has to hit, right? Hold on. I want to see if he has shield. He does. So he's going to use shield on that next one. Because that would have killed him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he <laughs> okay. And then gets a third attack and just demolishes him. <laughs> just the two. All right. He does take that 20, though. No way he can escape that 29. All right. So that is the Amber Golem's turn. It is now going to, or at least the, the one on the lower level. The one on the top level now is going to be attacking. Uh, We'll say... Hmm. Who do I want to pick on? No, we'll we'll do one each. We'll do one each. Might as well. Actually, no, it's not going to do that. It's going to do... Um, and then Katya's up there. It is going to do its other ability where... Oh. It is going to take an opportunity attack from Arxis. And it is going to cast slow on all three of you. So I need you. Yeah, that doesn't hit, unfortunately. 
I need each of you to do a wisdom saving throw. Um, okay. Plus five because I'm next to Arxis? Nope. No. I'm not a paladin right now. Nope. You're not a paladin. <laughs> I got a 24. 24 passes. Vaughn, you are slowed. Right. Esmeralda is not like slowed. She she passes. Okay, so uh, you cannot take reactions. Your speed is halved, and you cannot make more than one attack on your turn for Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And you can only take an action or a bonus action, not both. Uh, but My you can repeat at the reduced by two. Uh, no, it does not say that. It, but it uh, okay it's not it's not a slow spell it's not it's not the slow spell it's a slow right. effect it's just a slow okay. effect yeah um so that is what happens that's the end of their turn it is now casimir's turn <sighs> casimir needs to get the fuck out of here so he is going to cast misty step However, the Foxy Boy has Counterspell. I bet he does. They are going to use that. I love this fox now. Stop this fucker. (laughs) So he, like, fuck! And he's going to try and. He's going to try his best to run. Um, So that is 10, 15. Gonna try and make his way in there. Uh, that is 25. And this is half, so that's as far as he can go. He also takes. Actually, yeah. An opportunity attack, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'm trying to think on whether or not he would take that. He still has an action if he wants to disengage. No, he misty stepped. He tried to miss that's a bonus, bonus action. action. You're right. I'm I'm thinking of possibly dashing. Yeah, I'm gonna dash. Let's see what let's see what this guy got. Alright. Amber Gollum makes a slam attack. It's a 19. And then he casts uh shield one last time. So that is that. And he is going to make it further into this. So that was 30, 35, 40. Okay. That is his turn. He, Katya, you're watching him as he's like, <laughs> like pushing through this fissure, trying to get away. This giant amber fist slams into him. And at first, all of this dust shoots out. You think that he's dead, but you see this shield shooting off from him, this arcane shield covering him like a bubble. And it boom, bounces the arm off as he's still just barely able to make it through this fissure. Um, that is his turn. Beatrice, you're up. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I can see what's happening downstairs. I can tell activity is happening in the other room, too. Yeah, very much where you're at. You can definitely see what's going on upstairs. There is another giant golem, and you could feel the, like, quakes underneath the fucking of its just giant feet. 
I accidentally just hit long rest on my character sheet. I don't know how to undo that. I have to Uh-oh. keep. Oh, I just no. have to keep going. That's fine. Just keep going. I didn't going. need to do it's that. Fine. I, I know good. what spells I didn't have. You're uh, good. It's okay. Um, I'm going to. God, it's probably got great constitution. I see no point in using that against that guy. Um, I am going to. Let me check something on Vortex Warp. Alrighty. That you can see within range. Um, I'm trying to think. Is it worth Vortex Warping him away from you guys? It's a constitution <laughs> save. I don't think that would help. Um, Does it matter how big they are, too? Um, a creature you can see within range. Okay. Any size. Damn. Um, can, oh, here's a question. We're tel- communicating telepathically. Do I know that the hallway is, like, broken that they walk through? Um, because I can see it through the wall slits, right? That would count as an area I could see. I mean, yeah, but it's mainly just the floor. So, I mean, you're looking up. I don't know if you'd be able to see. And I don't know if there was any communication. I don't think we relayed that. Specifically about the broken. Yeah. And it was more cracked than it was broken. So, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, then my next question would be. Also Can I get within this. 90 feet of it? I can't measure that out because I'm on the lower level. If I, if I like, fly up with my winged boots, can I get within 90 feet of it? Uh, what is your winged boot speed? 30 feet. 30. Uh, let me double check. So, be going 30 feet um, without dashing? Yeah, just, like, a regular movement. And you're saying you need to be within 90? Yeah. Yeah, you could do it. Okay, then I'm gonna attempt to vortex warp the golem, and I'm gonna throw him, uh, n- whatever wherever I need to get to be within ninety feet. I want to throw him like ninety feet in the direction of like the doorway. Okay. So you're taking him from the top level and putting him down on the first level or the lower level. I love it. That's so fucking awesome. Can I put awesome. him up on the balcony of the second level? So he's even you like. You do that. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Can I put him up on that balcony where we entered. Cool. Yeah. All right. He has to make a constitution save. Well, you, we will see what happens. Probably has a really good constitution, unfortunately. Uh, and advantage. Ooh, that's oh, that's an eight. Ooh. And that's a 24. Damn, a 24. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, worst so. shot. Unfortunately, it idea. succeeds. So you you all see this like magical effect begin to glimmer around this this amber golem, and you could see its form almost like beginning to shrink, but it just bounces off, no effect. Got it. Uh, that finishes your turn. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Vaughn, you are up. Yep, I certainly am, aren't I? Well, hmm, I could do one thing. Woo. And I'll do it recklessly. Of course. <laughs> Gotta get how, that sneak attack. Yeah, how else are you gonna do it? Um, so, advantage. Uh, whoop. Uh, nope. 16 does not hit. Let me learn to read for a second. Okay. I think it says specifically. Nope. And it says an ability check. Never mind. The lucky stone. 
Yeah. Um, that I have to look into. Okay. Because that I don't know. That's not what I was looking at. Oh, I thought that's what you were looking into. No. Nope, it's ability check and saving throws. So, yeah, no. All right. Well. No, I miss. With that, you can do a uh, wisdom save. Oh, good. That's something, at least. It's good thing something. I'm so wise. Good Ooh. thing I'm so wise. That is a four. That is another wise fail. wisest little boy. Okay. Arxis, you're up. Good to be wise. Um, I will move and then attack. Okay. This is who I am. This is who I am. So 23 does hit. All right. Eight slashing. Nice. And then a 13. 13 does not hit, unfortunately. Um, uh, and then I will... Okay. All right. All right. That brings us to the fox creature who is in this room now. Okay, let's see. What can it do? It does have a, a lot of fireballs that we know of. <laughs> Correct. Um, but it <laughs> used a lot of its spells. Hmm. Not all, though. Not all hearing. of them. Cause he's a little sardine in an alley right now. <laughs> he's going to do it. <laughs> okay. He is going to cast a... an eighth level spell. Oh, my God. <laughs> Casimir is going to try... To counterspell it, of course. Is he within range to counterspell? Isn't counterspell like 30 feet? Mm-hmm. No, it's 120. Is it really? Wow. It's mm-hmm. it's a long range. Yeah. Same with uh, uh, Dispel Magic. Oh, no, it's 60 feet. 60 feet. I think Dispel Magic is 120. Counterspell is 60. Regardless, they're in range. Um, so. 120 for Dispel. Casimir is going to do counterspell, and we He's are going to see fail. if he succeeds. What is that, so a DC 18? DC 18. That is a oh. five. Nasty. No. So. Also, you. he's already used his reaction this round. That is true. Because he already cast oh, shield. Shit. Oh, yeah. true. Reaction so that he doesn't the, even get to do that. Yeah, do yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, give him a spell Actually, slot hold back on. then. No, the reaction resets at the start of your turn, it, it, so he yeah, would have it. I was yeah. okay. paying attention to that, too. He, so, he didn't double react. Does not get to do counterspell. It would have been embarrassing for him anyway. <laughs> yeah, we actually True. saved him the embarrassment right before his death. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, Katya, you are the only one that sees this. Um, oh, my God. You see this fox creature putting up their hand, pointing towards... Casimir through the crack in this wall just barely able to see and you see their entire hand crawling up their arm this necrotic energy that shoots out weaving its way through the fissure and then just shooting into Casimir's body you see his body tense up in just that sliver that you can see his veins turning black and I'm pretty sure this is going to kill him at a finger of death, is that what that was? That is a finger of death. That is 58 necrotic damage. He is dead. Um, 
new ally just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Friendship ended with Casimir. Now Fox is my best friend. Yeah. That's it. Never mind. Okay. Maybe I know the spell too well. So, at that... Uh, oh, yeah, Katya, you were supposed to go first. No, that's fine. Oh, wait, no, that's not that's not right. Never mind, because you were... you were Wait. I think I was tied with... No, you were supposed to be in front of the Amber Golem. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, Esmeralda's turn. Esmeralda is going to take two shots because she wants to make sure that everybody's okay up here. Um, but she is going to back up, though. Uh, she's going to back up to right about there and pop two shots off, taking another couple damage, three damage, top of the eight that she took earlier, and she's going to shoot two shots towards this thing. Uh, that is, boom, 28, and that is a 19, both hit, dealing 23, 25 damage. Jeez, she's rolling like shit on her fucking right damage. All right, but pretty good damage all altogether. Okay, and that is her turn. Katya, you are up. I through the mental link. I say, Casimir just died. Do we have it? Yes, <laughs> wonderful. Are we still concerned with this room, Beatrice? Not beyond maybe thanking our friend. I look at the fox, I give it a little nod, and then I turn heel and I go this way instead. Mm. I'm going toward the stairs. Okay. I'm going to dash up this. So if I if I understand this right, these stairs will lead me up to my friends, right? To the first level, yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to put you on I'm the heading. I'm going to put you on the other uh level now. Thank you. Okay. So with that brings us to the Amber Golem. Uh, Amber Golem down there is going to just going to stand guard at the front there. And then the other one is going to attack one to advantage. each. It would oh, have yeah. advantage on me. Okay, one to Yuvon. Mm-hmm. 25 to hit for 23 bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then Arxis, one to you. Natural 20. Ouch. Dealing, that would be 20, or no, 41 damage on that one. Oh, I think, I think... Xtel is frozen. I'm gonna oh, no. get my I'm gonna get my zoom button Looks ready right. just in case. I think so. Okay. Uh, so with that, I will I will go ahead and take that. God damn, that was a lot for him. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll take it instead. <laughs> Yeah, you want to you want to take the the whatever forty something. Yeah, I'll do 41? it. I'll have it. I'll have it right now. <laughs> nah, I like Arxis taking it. All right, uh, Arxis. Oh, you just got a force reroll, bestie. Cool. Oh, I did. Force reroll. Oh, 
Damn. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Watch natural 20 again. Oh, that's the wrong that's one. slow. <laughs> All right. 22. All right. 24 damage instead of 41, which that's is a better. lot better. That's still <laughs> yeah. better. Okay. So I will take that off of Arx's character. That is 24. Okay, cool. A lot better. A lot better. Okay. That is the Amber Golem's turn. Beatrice, you are up. You see that the Amber Golem has just... Oh, I need to move you. Uh, you see that the am Amber Golem is standing at the base of that lower level doorway that's open currently. And uh, the one that's right next to everyone else is still going. Oh, man. Okay. Gosh darn it. Um, shoot. Uh, Katya, do you want assistance getting up there? Because I sure. can vortex warp you right over there if you want. If you don't mind, I'll take it. It's a big, it's a big spell, but I'm willing to spend it to get you there. Um, I mean, it's gonna take yeah, it's gonna take me like three or four yeah. turns to get over uh, there. So you yeah. feel yourself running that direction, <laughs> and you feel this like almost like suction behind you as you just get like whipped and I'll land. I cannot see the map, but whatever, wherever would be most advantageous um, for Katya to appear. I would also like to say that Katya, you would know this. Those like little pillars are go all the way up to the top. Your oh. spider climb could oh. work if you wanted oh. to run up that pillar because well, you yeah. would have known that seeing it, you I'll could do that. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, there's a lot about this map that's not making sense You're right good. now. No, I'm that's, to that's totally so, fine. Yeah, instead of running up the stairs, I would have done that. Okay. So you won't if need that, that puts me closer. Work. Nah, I'll get okay. to so, like next turn. That's to, uh, and then you, you, so you moved, what, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I, I moved uh, No, I know, I know. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, okay. 25 up another 30, which is, what, that'll be 55. Uh, do a quick, quick athletics check. Okay. Next, you got hit for 24 points of damage. Yeah, but I already took it off. I know. I'm just letting him know. Can't uh, hear you. That one. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, is that an ability check? Can I? That is an ability no, check. It doesn't help if it was a natural one, though. Never mind. <sighs> All right. No, so it's still time my I turn. This is the first time my spider climbs ever failed me. Right, right. Okay, well, oh since you God. can spider climb the, up there, that's well, fine. Eventually. Actually, okay, so it wasn't hard to do, but it is a natural one. But natural ones on ability checks don't actually do anything. I was not no, really making the DC very high. Fine. <sighs> All right. You make the jump, and as you do, oh no! You just make it a little too short, and just whack the top of your body, and you just ragdoll foo -foo 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 -foo, down into the ground, just slamming into the stone floor. The breath gets taken out of your chest as you just uh, on the ground. That was a thirty-foot drop. Oh, that's bad. You take seven points of damage. Okay. And you were just prone on the ground. The air just shot out of your body. You were just... <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Damn. Right. If, if you had anything else than a fucking natural one, it would have been fine, but... Okay. If you like that sometimes. Regardless, Beatrice, it is your turn. Um, okay. How rough is everyone on the top level looking? Is it like... From How dire is it? From your current, like, position, you're not really able to tell. Um, Arxis, you can kind of tell. You can see that he's like he took a pretty massive hit from this thing, um, mm-hmm. and paired with the fact that he's not healing and not seemingly being able to do his magic anymore, maybe he needs a little help. But okay, <sighs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leap of faith on this round, and then if this doesn't work, I'm going focusing fire on you guys. I am going to telepathically communicate with Fox because I okay. still had that. Thing, as I'm going to slowly fly in the direction I want to be on the side of the door so like not directly in front of it okay and I want to move in that direction telepathically communicate with the fox I'm sorry about your door I'm going to tend to that shortly you've read our minds now that one was not with us we do not support whatever he was here for and the one you read earlier, not of the same mind he once was. I would ask you to give us one chance. One more chance. And then I want to cast Mending on the door that I broke. Okay. Go ahead and do a persuasion check. Sure. Am I on it? Okay. Yeah. A 20 total. A dirty hey. 20. All right. That is what you do. That is my turn. Vaughn, you were up. Hello, yes. Um, I am still slow, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to recklessly attack this motherfucker. Of course. That sounds acceptable to everyone. Um... I like that Vaughn is saying this out loud during the fight. <laughs> yes, of course. Just turning to Arxis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also gonna, since I assume a 22 hits. A 22 does hit. Uh, lovely. I will spend my superiority die to do a maneuvering attack. So Arxis, if he wants, can use his reaction to move up to half its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Okay. And I get to add a d6 to this damage. Okay, let's see it. Awesome. Okay, so that is what? Nine. So 21 damage total. Oh, 20. 21. Oh, yeah. I can't do math. 21. Cool. Okay. It's 1130. You're good. (laughs) All right. 21 damage total. And Mm -hmm. Arxis, you have the ability to run if you would like. Uh, I will. Or at least back away. Yep, to half your speed. Uh,. I can, I can just move anywhere I want. Have my speed. Half your speed, yep. Uh, then I will move over here. I believe it's 15. Okay. And just so you, like, remember, I know that you're not, like, a halberd person. You have a 10-foot range with your halberd. 
So you mm -hmm. don't necessarily be, need to be right next to it in order to hit it. Just wanted to let you know. Arxus knows how to fight no other way. Alrighty. I mean, I kind of figured, but <laughs> I thought I would at least bring that up just in case. Okay, well, that, Vaughn, go ahead and do a wisdom save. That natural is a natural 20. 20. Yay. Cool. Oh, okay. God. You were no longer slowed. Uh, and, oh, I need to do a quick, quick little, uh, we're going to do that so that you guys, okay. Um, <laughs> Arxis, you were up. Awesome. Um, I'm just going to move one over. Sweet. Yeah. And then Perfect. <laughs> nice little line through this thing. Get flanking. Uh, yeah. Uh, that gives me advantage, correct? Uh, plus two. Okay, cool. That's great. That's awesome. Stacking twice. What is that? I can't see. That's just damage it's for just some reason. Damage. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh. That's it. He did ten damage. What, what's oh, the problem? Natural one. Ouch. Wait, wasn't he flanking? That's cool. He's flanking, but it's a plus two. It's not advantage. Uh, oh. one some more. Oh, well, there we go. That, Fifteen. That's what happens? Unfortunately, neither of those hit. Okay. <laughs> that is your turn. Yeah, that's all I did. Okay. It is now the fox creature's turn. Beatrice, standing just outside, casting that mending spell on the door, you see this giant hulking amber golem taking a step forward towards you and reaching down. And as it's about to do something, you almost like instinctively take a step back, but it stops. And you see walking from behind it, this fox creature, just looking, having this swirl of magic in its hand and telepathically speaking to you. One last chance. It stands there just waiting. That is its turn. Standing just there. Esmeralda is going to go. She's going to do her good old one-two shot. Eighteen and a thirty-two, both hitting. Okay. Thirty-two is a nat twenty. Is it? Yeah. It's oh green. shit! It is a nat twenty. Mm -hmm. Nice. I don't know why it didn't show. It didn't show up green on my side. All right, but we're gonna. We're just gonna roll again. Uh. Yeah. Let's just roll it again. I guess. Cool. Okay. So, uh, it takes that eight and then that. So. 8, 16, 24, 30, 32, 34 damage. Jeez. Nice. Okay. 34 damage, and it... She's just going to stay there. Uh, Katya, you are currently prone. Uh, the wind knocked out of you, but you're, you're, you're alive. Small... Okay. Hear me out on this. Okay. I don't need to breathe. So <laughs> is the wind really knocked out of me? Can I mean, I there's, get some, there's some ambient air that's sure. in your lungs. That's so fine. when you get slammed into the ground, it's the rest of it. You don't really feel the effect of like, look, sometimes, 
I just gotta <laughs> yep. throw some shit at the wall, see what of course. sticks. Of course. I will get up for half my movement, mm -hmm. and I will use the rest of my movement plus a dash to scramble up the wall again and try okay. and get on the second level. Please do an athletics check and please do not By get another means. natural one. No problem. 12? Literally just Love needed it. like a 10. It wasn't even that hard. It's just like a five foot I jump. A, you just. I have a it's plus great. eight. The only I thing it. I needed to roll was not a one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so you land here going up 30, 15 to get up, or well, half your movement, which is 15 to 20. And then you dashed. So you have another. Uh, 25 35 25 because you're half of the first movement you only got up 20 and then you needed to do another 10 so actually 20 because you had to jump that far so you have 20 what, feet of whatever. movement alright if you wait so when you dash from prone you still only get half no because okay so you got up half your what, movement at yeah 15 sure, okay. so right. you ran up 20 yep which is the other half okay you jumped, that's 25. Got it. Then you have, uh, 30. Oh, shit, what the fuck? Was I, like, completely just fucking off? That's, I'm just, like, yeah, I don't I was understand what you're off. doing. Mind. Yeah. You're saying Never so mind. many numbers. There's a Never lot. Mind. I'm not you got a lot of speed. Go, go fucking do whatever you want. I have <laughs> run all the way around. I have 50 total movement to work with. Just put me in front of the fucking golem. Sounds good. Turn over. Okay. Turn over. Amber golem's turn. No. Okay. Uh, this one is going to. This song is a pop. Punch me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Gonna go for the ones that it's been going for. Uh, one for Vaughn. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Nice. He's not high. Eighteen damage. And okay. Arxis, 21, That'll for 22 me. damage. Mm. That is its turn. How are you looking, bud? All right. Okay. Beatrice. I don't believe you, but okay. You were up. Okay, so I'm looking at the guy. I... Actually, do we know the, do we know the gender of this fuck? Um... Ask its pronouns. Yeah, I'm just mm -hmm. trying to be respectful. I mean, I, based on the picture that it looks like, it doesn't look like it's very gender. Like, it doesn't have like a gender. It's sure. more andro androgynous than sure. anything else. So non-binary icon. It's an NB icon, is what Finger I'm trying to say. Death. Finger it's of a, death. It's an NB icon demon, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, I don't see the problem with that. Okay, uh, goals. <laughs> um. I, you know, kind of hands up, like, do we have permission to continue defending ourselves from your guardians, or can you call them off? It holds its magic in its hands. <clears throat> if you call them off, I can repair any damage. It looks up towards that side as if it knows what's going on, because obviously there's a lot of fucking shit happening looks to you and says that one has gone rogue I cannot command it but this one I can so be careful 
Understood. Well, I will go you assist can see, my friends. You see him putting, or them, sorry. Yeah. NB icon, of course. You NB see them icon, putting, uh, You see them putting their hands down, their magic dissipating, and just, just locking eyes with you and making sure nothing happens. But you are, at this moment, free to do whatever you'd like. Sure. Go up, whatever. Do I still have an action left or was like my communication in that round? Like that was a bit more of a conversation. So I'd understand See, if I didn't like. I, you definitely have movement. So you have that. Sure. Um, it's telepathic communication. And for me, my headcanon for telepathic communication is that it's like pretty fucking quick because yeah, you're sure. in concepts rather than actual words. Sure. Uh, so I'll say, yeah, you have you have an action still. I'll say Got you it. don't have a bonus action. That's fair. I can't really use my bonus action. I will use my little light to whip up to that second level. Cool. I will put you onto the second level. I will hit. Um, I will hit this thing with a scorching ray. Okay. So it's got three things <laughs> coming right at it. Cool. Um. Which it does not look like it wanted to roll that for me. Of course. Where did that go? I think it's like popping up on the wrong window. One second. Give me a second. No worries. It's probably um, asking you what level you're casting it at. Yeah, oh. but I'm not seeing that little pop up. Uh, huh. I hate it when that happens. Uh, I can just. Give me a second. Just roll, just roll 3d20s. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? They're 2d6 each? Unless you upcast it, but I don't think Natural you can. Natural 20, oh. 14, 19. Oh, shit, let's go. And that's not with any bonus on top, so I'm going to assume all those are going to hit. Um, um, Because you have a plus five. Yeah, all of them hit. Um, So yeah. then that would be 8d6. 2, 4, 6, 8. Yeah, 8d6. Okay. Is that including the doubled one? Yeah, because each of them are 2d6. At least that's what I, if I remember correctly. Let me double check. Yeah. I think you are correct. Um, yeah, 2d6. Cool. Um, so 8d6. 27 points of damage. Damn. All right. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I will it's also do a hurt. telepathic communication. We temporarily have a truce with the little fox. After we finish this, this golem is rogue. So just after this, hold Pat, and we're going to try and communicate. Okay. Thumbs up. Vaughn, mm -hmm. you are no longer slowed. Oh, it is your God. full turn. What would I'm you like to do? I'm going to reckless attack this <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> um, where is my thing? Uh, 25. 25 hits. Dealing Great. that 18. Great. Um... And then 15. you said we had plus two because oh, of flanking. Oh, you do have plus two. So that is a 17, which hits, dealing that 10. I, re I remember the things you said. It is I'm looking very rough. With each Whoa. piercing of the rapier, mm -hmm. you pierce into it, shooting off pieces of amber. This giant fire that's erupting begins melting the amber. This thing is looking very hurt. Well, then, as a bonus action, I'll summon a flump, and then it explodes and detonates for uh, okay. 26 damage. <laughs> All right. Let's bonus see action. the deck save. Detonates a flump. fail. Still not there. It is so fucking close. That's all I can do. Arxis. 
I look at Ark. I get a thumbs up through, from the other side. There's I like swear. a hole in its chest, and I just. <laughs> Arxis always well, gets the killing blows. Please go. get it. <laughs> Even in this condition. Uh, plus two is an 18. 18 hits. Come on. Eight damage. Not yet. That is enough. Damage. That second yeah. attack Hilarious. barely making it because of the flanking. That 15 turning into a 17. How do you kill it, Arxis? Um, I think Arxis just uh, takes the halberd, stabs it once, and sees that it's close to, to death, and he just takes it and he raises and slices it from like, oh, depending on how tall it is, but like from about 10 feet, but you have, down. you have range, yeah, yeah, fantastic. So you, you cut into it with the halberd, breaking one of its legs, and it falls down and almost like kneels down before you, the fire still erupting on it, melting this amber. And thanks to that melting fire, you're able to bring the halberd up and completely cut through it as you see this mold of amber cutting into two landing on the black marble stone floor below you and it's quiet once more completely dead face the entire time there's no like anything. he's just he just does it it's just business so it like runs into the room right as it's crumbling and die <laughs> <laughs> with the heat of battle subsided what would you all like to do? Would you like us to congregate anywhere in particular to speak with you? I'm speaking to the right. out loud now to the creature below. You just hear all of you in your minds congregate on the balcony on the other side. That's where we are, right? Uh, the other side, like meaning like towards the entrance. Ah, okay. Sure. So, okay. Anyone? You all do so? <laughs> okay. Da -da, ya -da -da -da. I After saw what that box did, the, yeah. Albert is like a sort of walking stick. As you I all pick up a chunk of amber as I go. I, I, in my mind, say, do keep spread out, though, in case it does choose to attack again. <laughs> you see this fox creature flying towards you. Sure. Towards the middle of the, the room, you see it almost levitating there, just looking towards each of you. This is your final chance. Open your minds. Pointing specifically towards the ones that they haven't seen. Uh, towards Vaughn and Arxis. And that's Marilda. Before, before we do that, can I just ask a question? We're more than willing to. But I see no room for putting on airs here. It seems that you... I'm looking for something particular. Perhaps if you tell us what you want, if we know that it is not us, we can at least enter into combat honorably. I want to know your motives. Why have you come here? 
You do not just stumble into the Amber Temple. You come here for reasons. And that is what I aim to find. Of course, and it seems that certain motives are dishonorable to this place. Yes. Now, open your minds. And you see this pulse of energy shooting from his hands. Their hands. I have to get used to this. I had Canada always was thinking his, but now it's like, yeah, damn it, you and think the about icon. It, you're like, did you? <laughs> they, could, they could have any pronouns. True, yeah, true, all true. Pronouns. They have the pronouns of anyone they've killed. She oh. puts out <laughs> her hand, uh, and I will start with Arxis because Arxis is the one that started this whole thing. Arxis, you feel your mind once again being rifled through just all of your memories coming at you like pictures and visions. It stops on the Kingmaker, but quickly goes through and almost in a summary watches all of the communication that you've had until it ends up on that final one where you cut ties. And it exits going to Vaughn seeing all of your memories and it stops Mm -hmm. on one Mm -hmm. the one that you this vision that you had after death right it says you hear in your mind specifically just yours Mm -hmm. what is this I do not see an any intention of releasing this being, but I see that you are contacted. What do you aim to do? And do not lie, I can tell. I intend to live a vida loca. You are lucky I know all languages. (laughs) (laughs) I have no intention on communicating with whatever that being was again. Good. I'm, I'm just here with my friends. And you are speaking truthful. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine Vaughn so. Has no, Vaughn has no reason to go to the Amber Temple. I imagine so. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Vaughn's like, I only really went to that party because all my best friends are at the party. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All my all my friends were going to the Amber Temple and I was like, oh, it's the most dangerous place. I guess I'll go because you guys are going. Yeah. You feel this like the talons of this creature going into your mind, kind of almost trying to rip this out of your head, but doesn't it doesn't actually do that it just you feel this like pulling on your head until do you know it anything releases, about it and then looks towards esmeralda and esmeralda is not here to release any dark powers that's good to know no so good <laughs> they put their hands down <sighs> I see from this one pointing over to Cod. You are here for an item. Come. Correct. And you see it flying down towards the door that you had opened before. Twirling a hand towards the amber golem, the amber golem turning and returning back to the other side of this, this room and seemingly wanting you all to follow. Can I? However, oh, can before I do we get there, ch- sorry. <laughs> we are going to go to break. Okay. And 
for today, we are going to be mm. giving away a free copy of Monstrosity, which is a fun game of sketch artists and eyewitnesses. You basically, as paranormal investigators, it is your job to sketch out the newest anomalies description, but be careful, they didn't get a great look, and it is up to you to sift through the information and create a good picture of this Ooh. monster. So, if you would like to play this, you can join in on the giveaway. Um, if you are a follower and subscribers get two tickets, if you'd like to join in, uh, the code for today is exclamation point Casimir. So, we are mm. going to start that giveaway now. We're <laughs> going to go to break, and we will see you all in 15 minutes. See you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back, everyone. We will check our thing. Okay. Nobody wants monstrosity. That's okay. Those Let's continue. So, you all watched as this NB icon flew down to the lower levels, this open door where the Amber Golem had been stationed waiting for someone to make it into this area and defend it. They then waved the Amber Golem to the other side of the room and stood just in front of the doors. However, before we went to break, Beatrice wanted to do a insight check. I did. So, go ahead and do that insight check. 16. 16. And I... Yeah, uh, you know what? Give me a second. I just want to double check something. Sure. Flash of genius. I can't use on this, right? That's what we decided. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah, I can't. Okay, you can. Yeah. So. You should be able to use it on yourself. Ability you check to. or saving throw. You should yeah. be able to use it on this. Yeah, this I'll is an ability use it. Check. I mean, I'll this do a like, twenty-one on that. I feel like this is like the most uh, applicable. Yeah. Because it's literally <laughs> using your mind. Yeah, uh, 21. So, 21. They... They seem to be in an uneasy place. Obviously, just before this, they had tried to kill you because of some sort of thoughts that Arxis had about releasing this dark power. But now that you are showing that you aren't trying to release dark powers and 
proven to not want to release dark powers after looking through your mind and seeing all of your thoughts. They seem to be at the point where they know that you're here for this sword. They know that some of you are here for knowledge, and they are in an uneasy truce. It seems like they are just waiting for any sign of changing your mind to then just um, demolish all of you. Sure. With that in mind, what do you all do? I sort of give everyone like a, okay, I'll run. Let's go ahead. Okay. I'll follow along. You begin making... Go ahead. As we're following, I said, we did have a... I don't know how safe the path forward is, but we are not of the same resiliency that you yourself are. Is it... Would it be possible for us to take a rest? Would it be possible for us to... Is that even allowed? That depends. You cannot take a rest here. The longer you stay, the more these powers try to take over your mind, and I will not risk it. Mm. However, if you are here for knowledge, path ahead is clear. I can have my friend come and lead you through the library. I think that would be most gracious. Good. Would everyone be comfortable proceeding with those conditions? That sounds very agreeable. Mm. Thank you. Amenable, yes. Then lead on. Well. They take a step into this room, and on either side, there are two alcoves of this large room, and there are just piles and piles of just treasure gold and broken debris, but still filled with just priceless items. They look over to one of them and say, There, you will find your sword, or what is left of it. Looking to you, Katya. Mm-hmm. Can I, I'll start going to I assume pick up pieces then I'll start looking around for mm-hmm. any like sort of blade I can find. If anything strikes you as dangerous, I do have mage hand. That is like shift key. stuff. You don't want to touch anything. Uh, I'll just kind of I don't know. Does any does it look like it's going to Can I look for traps? Sure. Go ahead I'll and do just an investigation check. Okay, great. That's medicine. Uh, <laughs> whatever that role is. Investigation's a four, so... It's a perfectly healthy... 21. 21. Stack of, of rubble. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's trapped. It just looks like it is a pile of treasure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I'll cautiously, like, reach down and kind of, like, shift. Like, kind of swipe sure. away some of the treasure. And then once nothing happens, I'll start digging around looking for a sword. Okay. It takes you about a minute sifting through all of this until you come across the hilt of a sword. 
and just the hilt. Mm-hmm. And I... <laughs> I have to admit, I was expecting a little more... something a little more dramatic than a hilt in a pile of rash, but that's fine. Can I move to a different pile and start looking for, like, another piece there? You begin, like, approaching the other piles, and you say, you hear this, like, guttural, almost screech coming from this, Do not touch another. That is what is left of the sword. Okay. I'm confused. I was to understand this is a very powerful magical sword. How did, and I sort of like gesture to all of the pots, how did all of these items end up in this condition? Centuries of time has passed since the wizards created this temple. Centuries have not been kind to these items, though some have arrived late after the wizards had passed, this being one of them. Can I ask, when did you arrive here? I have been here since the beginning. That is a very unique trait. Many, Not many can say they've been here from the beginning of Barovia. Before it was Barovia... Well, if there's nothing else that's for us from this room, you know what we came here seeking. Is there anything else you think... I don't know your investment in the current leadership, but is there anything else here that might be useful to us? What do you plan to do with these items? I see this one. Speaking of killing Strahd, is that all your goal? That is the goal, yes. That Mm -hmm. is, I like hold up the hilt. That is what this is for. And when you kill Strahd, will you vanquish Vampire from these lands? I hope so. Is that something? Take your pick. Oh. Could you. Could you tell me about the Vampire Curse? Where it came from, or any way to dispel it. There is no way to dispel a dark power. Only to entrap it, but... Seeing that most of the wizards are dead, it is near impossible, as the ritual has died with them. Though, only two of us remain with it in our minds. Vampire is a dark power. One that sealed a contract of of sorts with Strahd, sealed in a pact of blood. Same blood of the one that owned that sword before you. To vanquish Vampire is to kill Strahd. And 
whatever form comes after. That is the only way to free Barovia of this dark power until another one like him, looking over to Arxis, comes along and releases another. And the second power still active in Barovia? Yes. That is my friend that I spoke of. One that I hold dear to my heart. One that you will treat with the utmost respect. When you are ready, follow me through these holes in the wall, and I will bring you to the library. Of course, frankly, I was just surprised to not hear that great power is yourself. I know my limits. I start investigating piles for valuable objects. Okie dokie. Yeah, same. Should we just do investigation? No, at this point it's free. Um, oh. Got pissed at me for looking at the whatever. It's because well, you had to, you had to explain me. why you were wanting to go through everything. Sure. <laughs> he right. can um, read minds. He'll figure it he out. He can read yeah. minds, yeah, but he needed to... This is a new topic altogether. They were looking specifically for it. Anyways. I was looking for the sword. He knew that. No, 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 no. Uh, talking about this this person was looking for specific thoughts in your head, not everything sure. in general. There right. was no mm. way that they could go through every single thought. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> you find, should you choose to take any of this, you find a lot of copper pieces, silver mm. pieces... Electrum pieces, silver pieces again, copper pieces, a lot of a lot of money. A lot of cash. Sure. You find Tunes. gemstones. Specifically, in one of them, you find a, a diamond five hundred worth, worth five hundred gold piece worth diamond. Um Let's go. Can I can I just put that in my inventory since I have revivify? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. What am I gonna do with it? Just it's a nice chewing yeah. thing. <laughs> you find a lot of That'll lick it rusted suits of plate armor that are Arxis can attest, uh, attest to this are completely worthless at this point. Um shields that are worthless. Uh a lot of armor, just in general. Um, let's see. You find a silvered rapier. Hmm. So I don't know if Vaughn would like that. As I'll a take pink that. Glass hilt. Ooh, hmm. so that's pretty then cool. I'll definitely take it. Cute. Uh, Very kawaii. Let's see. Vaughn's <laughs> <laughs> out here like this with his rapier. <laughs> with their rapier. Yes. Fun. Uh, that's actually the hilt. That's what's inlaid in the hilt is just like two, the little. Yeah, just this. Little Fun so... leaves Barovia and joins a K pop band. <laughs> Incredible. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That definitely yeah. sounds like something Vaughn would do. Why in the weird little guy? 100%. Uh, there's a lot of iron ingots that I imagine Arxis would like to have. 
there is I'll just kind of like drop the bag of holding in the middle of the room for sure. anybody to Everybody dump just... stuff into <laughs> if they want uh, Vaughn as you're yes. kind of looking through some of this stuff you mm-hmm. come across mm-hmm. a pile <laughs> of holy symbols oh as you're going through each of them kind of seeing what they are shaped you find another one similar to the amulet that you currently wear I just look at it I look at the other one I just look at them um friend whose name we haven't gotten just looks to you um do you know the origin of this takes it I'm My memory serves me right. One of the wizards had stayed here. Hmm. Worshipped the Moonweaver. Hmm. This seems to be the holy symbol of Sehanin. Arias. Are they good? Are they nasty? They're neither good nor bad. Hmm. They are quite neutral in the happenings of the world in the multiverse. Though, they have found themselves on the good side of things often enough. I presume this wizard friend of yours is long dead. Yes. Hmm. Put the other one on. Now I have two of them. Awesome. Uh, you find... You find a great sword, Arxis. Oh, cool. I'm taking it. <laughs> He just picks and it up, puts it on his back. There we go. You have it. Let's see. A lot of jewelry, a lot of like, sta- like small statuettes, a lot of cash. Uh, outside I'll take of that, small statuettes and jewelry. Okay, um, I will send that to you later then. That sure. way we don't have to bog everything down by saying exactly what's in there. Uh, but you you begin to take some of those and this fox creature kind of looks at you as if <laughs> like, what does this have to do with killing Strahd? <laughs> Magical tinkering. I make it create like a, like a little like chittering, distracting noise. Objects can have many purposes. Fine. Why did you keep it if you didn't think it was valuable? Because they belonged to the wizards that lived here once before, and others that have traveled here, trading secrets. These are valuable. Well then, I put it back down. I don't need to take it. Oh, if you follow through with your promises... And if this will aid you, take it. But do not become a glutton and take too much. 
kind of stand from the position using my cane. Well, let's go meet your friend. Is there anything... This is a very powerful being. Should we... We would hate to cross them as well. Is there anything we should be aware of? So as not to offend? Do not try to figure out anything about this person. This relationship with you is purely in search of knowledge of other things outside of them and myself. Is that clear? Good. Follow me. Um, while everybody was like digging through piles and finding treasure and stuff, Kai was just standing in the same spot, like looking at down at the hilt and kind of like weighing it in her hands and staring at it. Does it look any different than like a normal sword or is it like ornate at all? It's just a regular. I mean, it's a really beautifully crafted um, hilt of a sword, but okay. uh, the... it doesn't have any like distinguishing finger figures or anything like that. If I remember correctly, I believe, uh, yeah, so there is a blue sapphire that is on either mm. side of the hilt. Um, it mm-hmm. kind of crawls out almost like um, like a gargoyle type, uh, like that perch, not the gargoyle mm. itself, but like the yeah. perch that it sits on. It's kind of like that like, like spiked, I don't even know what it's called, but comes out in a beautiful design. Um, mm. Outside of that, the handle itself is leather bound and it seems to be still in great condition and um it has a almost like a a small um small like circle of metal where you can like attach like a chain or something like that to it mm. outside metal of that room. okay yeah. she's just like oh she she's like staring at it and as everybody starts to walk she, she says i'm, I'm sorry one one second, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be ungrateful. I appreciate all the help you're giving us here, but I'm just a little confused. Is there... Does this sword still hold the power to kill him? Is there a way to repair it or still use it? She kind of like walks up to the fox and holds it out a little bit. You see this person holding the hilt. You must attune to it. Learn its properties. But understand that this only works for those with good intentions. This is no normal sword. Okay. Hands it back. She just keeps like kind of quietly pondering over it as as everybody walks along. Okay. There were two questions, one from Vaughn, one from Beatrice. So Mine does I, not matter anymore. Okay. Mine does not really matter anymore. Awesome. But, this is great. Gonna I say will. something to Katya. <laughs> Uh, I think Arxis will walk up to, to Katia and say, well, if it doesn't work, you can always try to reforge it. 
Maybe we'll make it sharper this time so it's easier to cut people's heads off. He says it like not in a petty way. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a gen, he's like genuinely trying to make a joke, but the smile he gives you is forced. Like, not like, again, not in a petty way. Just like, it's hard for him to smile right now, but he's <laughs> trying to like ease the tension. <laughs> she like looks up and makes eye contact for a sec and then like, gives a little smirk and she just says I think you could probably make some improvements let me add it and I'll give it a shot <laughs> Chris? who's Chris? Beatrice oh <laughs> you cut off for a second <laughs> yeah you just said Chris I'm like who? our new party member Chris, um, introducing Chris. welcome to the no, table I did, I did remember a question I was gonna ask based on the objects like specifically the gold um and like the money can I identify like age range of any of this does it bear markings of like origin like can I tell if a lot of this originated from outside of Ravenloft one of or the within? interesting points Every single gold piece, copper piece, silver piece, whatever piece in Barovia always has the visage of Strahd. Okay. Always. Mm. Except for the ones that come from outside. Many, if not most, of these do not have the visage of Strahd on it, which either means that they are extremely old or they came from out of Barovia. With the sheer amount of gold that's here and the fact that this person was here before Barovia even became Barovia, you start to think that this might be like ancient, not ancient, but you know, like centuries old, old almost maybe a millennia old. Sure. Okay. And... One last question. Mm -hmm. The the fox creature is wearing garb, right? Correct. They're wearing yeah. clothing. Wearing like what, wizard's robes. Can I tell anything based on the... I've been around like wizard apprentices before. What kind of clothing is... Like, is this somebody like... Based on what they're wearing, can I tell what their rank would have been within the institution? Like, is this somebody who used to be a high-ranking wizard? Or is this just like... A, like an, an underling to the wizards of the temple? Based on the spells that they were slinging towards you guys. I mean, sure, they could have, you know, gotten better in the hundreds of years that they've they've been here, maybe training. But based on the spells that they were throwing at you guys. They probably weren't any apprentice. They sure. seem to have been a mutual. Um The wizard's robes themselves, I wouldn't say really show any sort of rank. And the only reason why I say that is because you don't know what to compare it with. Like, right. these look regal, yes, but do they look regal at the bare minimum and then just gets better from there like you're not entirely sure you would have to see I mean there were statues wearing similar robes so maybe that's enough to compare maybe this was an equal um but it's not enough to say whether or not they were like at the top at the bottom 
you know, average, it's, you're not sure. Sure. Okay. We make ready to follow okay. through the crevasse. I would like last. to approach Arxus before we go through. Okay. Yeah. I just, without saying anything, I extend a potion of healing. I just kind of put it against his chest. <laughs> he takes it. <laughs> he doesn't. He just takes it. And, and, he, okay. and he just locks eyes with you and he doesn't say anything. Turn around. And he drinks it, and then he drinks it. Go back out to Beatrice. <laughs> right on. I love it. Okay. So. You all begin to follow through the crevasse. Casimir's body is somewhere in here, right? <laughs> he he was in this little, like, stretch, right? This deck. You all exit this crevasse into a, a rather wide chamber. Um, within here, you see a golden marble staircase with a black marble railing that hugs the northern side of the wall. And as it spirals gently up the 30 foot wide shaft that continues up to the upper level. Lying in the middle of the room are six rotting wooden uh, crates, and the amber-covered walls are sculpted to look like tentacles that entwine around marble bas-reliefs of kings, queens, pharaohs, sultans, leaders among all different parts of the worlds. The west and south and east wall contain alcoves, and standing in each of the alcoves, you see tall, rough blocks of amber. These, Arxis, you recognize immediately to be amber sarcophagi, things that hold dark powers within them. As you enter into this room, you also see the roaming undead body of Casimir as he walks aimlessly turns towards each of you but continues walking in an unknown direction Hmm. what the hell happened to him looks like he's a zombie now Death happened to him. That is what happens if you attempt to release one of these dark entities. Keep that in mind. Can I take his stuff? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Oh, lovely. I, I take his bag. Cool. <laughs> yep. Well, I can't say I feel too sorry for him. Sorry for assuming we could trust him, everyone. It was not your fault, Cartier. We all thought it was a good idea. Mm, at first, yes, you. and then he was a dick to me immediately. Sorry about that one. 
when I was younger, who tried to Well, he's dead now. Not today. So. I, I follow close <laughs> behind the little fox guy, and I want to ask, as we're moving to the staircase, what will you do when the mist falls and Ravenloft is free? What I am doing now, protecting the Amber Temple from visitors that mean to do harm. I see. Why have you not tried to rebuild the orders? Do an insight check. I think Vaughn's got a piece of charcoal out and is drawing a mustache on Casimir. <laughs> Ten. I will flash of genius again because I'm very okay. curious. Okay. That's a 15. Roll to 14. You see on this Fox creature's face, this different facial features that you're trying to understand exactly what they're feeling, what they're thinking. But as you ask that question of why not create the order again, you see this look of regret as it's very brief, but they just say... Is impossible, at least not with mortals. I'm sorry, that must be very lonely. <clears throat> At times, they continue up the staircase, standing at the top of the staircase. You see. Beatrice, you immediately recognize what this person is. You see the face of near skeleton, near skeletal face, missing a nose, wearing giant wizard's robes, these glowing red eyes within their eye sockets. This is a lich. Yeah. Standing at the top of the staircase, hands behind their back, looking towards this fox creature, bringing you all in. Uh, Neveron, thank you for bringing these inquisitive individuals. And your names... I am Katya. I think I, it would please you more if I just said Vaughn. Good. I Good. Nephron, you are released of your duties of these... Travelers, I will handle them. 
and you see the fox creature, Nepharon, looking and walking up to the end of the staircase and just patting this person on the back and walking... Actually, they would fly down towards that same crevice that you had entered and leaves you alone with this lich. Uh, on this floor, at the top of the staircase, you see stacks and stacks of books just kind of scattered in a way, but in an organized way. You see bookcases lining every single wall in here reaching up 60 feet thousands of books are within this room and the one person heralding you through this entire room is a lich (laughs) you see these comfortable chairs and a small uh, coffee tables just in front of them where you see even more stacks of books. Candelabras that flicker with light creating a perfect reading room. An open flame in a library? What the hell? As you continue up the staircase, this lich moves out of your way and says, Well... Everon has told me that you are in seek of knowledge. What knowledge might that be? Uh, Varen, perhaps my particular interests are the power of the vampire and <clears throat> a certain heart that I have seen within Castle Ravenloft. Ah, the heart of sorrow. That is, if I understand correctly, the machination of Strahd's power. He's created it as a failsafe, from what I understand. At least from my discussions with him. And... What what was the other question? The power of the vampire behind him. Ah, yes, of course. Vampire. I remember the day that he had come. And I remember the day that he had released it. I know it may be hard to believe, but I once regarded Strahd as a friend. More understandable than you know. Vampire. Vampire is a dark entity, a dark power. One that you can find many within these domains of dread. He's 
Domains that flicker through the Shadowfell. Unfortunately, regardless of the efforts that our wizards, my wizards, have done to trap them within this temple, the powers are quite easy for them to corrupt those around them, even those far. And similarly easy to break their shackles. And so, that is what Strahd has done. Broken the shackles of this entity and taken its powers. Hmm. Why do you ask? We all come in search of a way to, um, free Barovia with ending Strahd's control seeming to be the fastest path to that end. Is that something you or your order would object to? I have tried many times to talk sense into the Dreadlord of Barovia. And every time a respectful disagreement was the end of that argument. I fear that the only way to release Barovia of this vampire, sadly, is the end of my dear friend Strahd. I'm sorry you must lose another. I would like to say that I have gotten used to it, but... Each one hurts, just the same as the last. Well, perhaps by helping us, you can make his passing as as quick and painless as possible. <sighs> we want to understand as much as we can about him. If he has this heart of sorrow, fail-safe, how can we diffuse that? How can we make sure that this is truly the end? As vampires are known to do. If you kill them, they will turn to mist. That mist will attempt to return to its final resting place, its coffin. The architect of Castle Ravenloft was one of my wizards. And... 
If you need to know where his final resting place is within the castle, there are blueprints that I can gather for you. See? That would be useful. Well, I have some familiarity with the castle, but certain alcoves of it were obscured. Blueprints will be brought. Is there any other dying questions that you have? <laughs> Wait, what are we Argus. talking about? I think Argus just leans okay. forward in the chair and just sort of like rubs his hands together. I can't say that I'll feel sorry for killing Strahd, but I am sorry to you that you have to lose your friend. I know what that's like. All too well. I appreciate your empathy. I'm sorry that you had to feel the loss of a loved one. Von? I have a question that's not at all related to Strahd von Zarevich. I had a question more so about the entity known as Babala Saga. Ah, yes. Babala Saga. The Witch of Perez. Yes. What, what, what is there to really know about her? About who? Babala Saga. Ah, the Witch yes. of Perez. Babala Saga, the Witch of Perez, yes. She is under the assumption that she is the mother to Strahd, but... <laughs> but is not. But is not, Yes. Mm. It seems like you already have the answers. <laughs> I was more looking for a clarification on the matter. No, she is not. That is mm. Queen Ravenovia. Babala Saga was the midwife to Queen Ravenovia. She had stayed by her side until the very end when they had traveled here. Hoping for a new life, one that Strahd had created during his colonization, we will say. They had traveled here, and I believe, if I remember our discussions correctly, that Babala Saga had... What were we talking about? We were talking about Baba the Saga from Berez, who uh, had just tra- who had traveled with the the, the, yes, the queen. Yes. yes. Uh, Baba the Saga had something from your discussion correct, with Strahd. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. She had magical capabilities. One of the main reasons why she was the midwife to the queen. Right. And she was given the opportunity to 
teach Srod how to spellcast, and she took that quite seriously. So seriously that she began to create a motherly connection to the infant. And though the queen was quite careful with relation with Baba, she knew that the best way for Strahd to become the general that he needed to be one to replace his father. He needed to know the arcane so that he was best fitted to lead. When they came and Queen Ravenovia died, Babala Saga was sent sent away from the castle where she found her home in Berez, learning dark magic to keep her alive for so long. Rituals to the Night Mother. But yet, never the mother to Strahd as she always wished. Cool. I just wanted clarification on the matter. Thank on you what very matter? much. Oh, the, um, the relationship that my mother had with Strahd von Zarovich. I see. And your mother? Babala Saga. Babala kind Saga. of. Potentially. Ah. I'm not so sure. The Witch of Berez. Yes. Um, I... so... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, we were told not to inquire, so please stop me if I'm crossing a line. But what should we call you? I can't seem to remember my name. How about I just call you a friend? Friend. A friend is good. Mm. I must ask Neferon. Be your friend? Uh, my name. Oh, that. I was hoping you would already be friends. Friends it is. What do you inquire, friend? Oh, we're friends now. Haji, um, I believe, had a question. Yes. I, I have a few questions, if you don't mind, my friend. Yes. Um, are you aware of... Strahd's current going on goings on in the castle his current mm, plots I do not I but only he... know the information of ancient tomes and I see things that have happened centuries before it has been quite some time since I have spoken to my friend well perhaps you can help me anyway um he has kidnapped one of my friends who he believes is the reincarnation of his love and Tatiana correct yes Srat would go at length to speak of Tatiana that was one of the reasons he had entered the pact with vampire right he's 
I'm not sure what he's done, but he's taken over her mind and changed her in a way. Do you know what he's done or any way to save her? What are her behaviors? There you say that he has taken of. over, but... She is... Well, she's less of a person than Casimir is now. She sits stay just completely stoic. No emotion, no words, no recognition. I see. I've been given to understand there are issues with her conversion to his kind as well. <clears throat> well, I suppose that brings into my other question your other friend spoke of a ritual to a ritual to deal with vampirism I was wondering if you could tell us about that vampirism there is no quite ritual to get rid of this Affliction. Curse. However, killing vampire. It is said that killing the one that had sired others may have some effect on the ones that it has created into vampires. Killing them and them turning to dust or the vampiric affliction simply fading, I do not know. However, these behaviors you speak of, does she show fear? Anxiety. Sadness. None that I saw. I I would know more specifically, wouldn't I? Yeah, I didn't get a ton of time with her, but... Didn't you say at one point she had, like, a single tear running down her cheek at the dinner? She did. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mm. see that, but you guys did. <laughs> um... Yes, she did. Okay, then let me... I don't know why I rolled that. <laughs> uh, none that I saw save for a single tear, but I was only with her for a brief few moments. Under a vampire's charm... You are only given orders to follow. Does not seem, at least from what I know of Strahd, that he would want someone to be as... neutral as this describes... However, one theory 
is that had this person died before being brought to the castle? No, they were taken alive. My theory is debunked, it would seem. What was the theory? That she no longer has a soul within her body, just a vessel. There was sort of a strange situation around her kidnapping. It was Tell as me if more. she was perhaps she really is the reincarnation. It was as if she was revisited by the spirit of Strahd's brother. Strahd's brother's spirit, Sergei. As far as I could tell, yes. And what happened in this interaction? Sorry, I'm trying to remember. Sure. <laughs> long time ago. Oh my god, it was so long ago. Okay. I think that was we episode went. 24. Were you the only one there? I'm pretty sure I was I, the only yeah. one there. So you guys went up to the thing and... Yeah, yeah. okay. So <laughs> we went to the river and Kirina was called to by Sergei and it was nice it was like they were reunited and their spirits were going off together before Strahd appeared as he always does and stole her away I see. Did I get that right? I think I, I remember that right. Seem... That's Zach asking. Did I get that oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think okay, pretty great. much. Pretty much. Cool. Yeah. It would seem that there are certain magics still at play. It would seem that her spirit, soul, was taken by Sergei. And that my theory was correct. She is only an empty vessel. A body with no soul. A person with no drive. Could that be why her conversion is failing? Is it necessary for a vampire to have a soul? I don't quite know. I have never faced that situation before. Would I know? <laughs> I, I was a priest. <laughs> yeah, in the lore, do vampires have souls, or is it like a thing where like they lose their soul? Yeah, is it like Buffy? <gasps> I would is it, say. Is it like Spike? Um, or is, is he like Angel? Is, <laughs> yeah, which, which <laughs> one of them? Angel? <laughs> you know what? I'll have both 
Arxis and Beatrice do a, I would say, history check. Okie dokie. Can I feel my soul? We figured out <laughs> that it, way. Could it possibly be you can religion? Feel your soul, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I argue religion because I was a priest. Sure. Sure. It deals with souls, so I think that's I think that works. Okay. Um Arxis, you don't have this information. Um Beatrice. There are vampires that do not have souls. You have seen like this specific thing that this lich is talking about of a person only showing, you know, sadness and anger and anxiety and all of that stuff all of these like primal feelings you've seen this before these are people that were either born this way or ah uh, yes. yes and so there are some vampires that were made through this conversion um not many, but there have been some. You know Strahd, he likes to fuck around a lot, and so that's one of the things that he might have done. Um, specifically, Valakai, one of the larger towns in all of Barovia. But yeah. Sure. Well, I understand it's not necessary for a vampire to have a soul. It is not preclude you from being converted whether or not you have one good good you see he his hand comes up and a note notebook from one of the shelves comes into his hands opens just in front of him all the pages fluttering until he gets to an empty one you can see this like quill coming out of a small pouch that he has and writing on its own as his hands return behind him. Thank you for the information. I'm happy to contribute. Mm. Besides, believing that she might be soulless, I do not know anything further. Do you know anything about the abbot? Ah, yes. The abbot. That is a being. That is from the abbey within Kresk. One angel. What about them? They seem to also be a friend of Strahd that he has called in, possibly help with these conversion issues. <sighs> Do you know anything about their powers? An angel, you say? Correct, oh. a diva, to be specific. <sighs> I do not know. I do not know their power that they still hold, as I do understand that they have gone... Quite differently than what they had approached this situation. 
with. They had tried to find a way to make Strahd happy, intent, and hopefully release him from the grasps of Vampire, but their attempts were fruitless. So every attempt created a rabbit hole to fall deeper and deeper into madness. Now, you say that Tatiana is within the grasps of Strahd and that the abbot is there with them. Correct. <laughs> if I mean the abbot spouted about being able to resurrect someone long dead. Yes. But even resurrection resurrection depends on the soul's willingness to return. Good question to ponder. Where is the soul? Is it willing to return to the same body? That is a question. Isn't it? Now forgive me if I misunderstand. I am not a holy woman. But I understand that even in death, we cannot escape beyond the mist walls. So those who die in Barovia (laughs) stay in Barovia. So, theoretically, the soul of the brother and Tatiana must be somewhere. Correct. Do you know anything about where that might be? (sighs) Must be a place of power and protection far from Strahd's eyes. My only... Idea. Sergei was a devout follower of the Morning Lord. Perhaps the Morning Lord has his hands within Barovia. And more importantly, the soul of Sergei. And following this line of thinking then the soul of Tatiana perhaps these souls are still within Barovia yet protected this is all a hypothesis of course well I know we probably would love to continue speaking with you about this, but maybe we could begin looking over those blueprints you spoke of, my friend? Yes, of course. And... If you mean to end Strahd, you must also first destroy his connection to the land. There were beings, thanes, within Barovia before he came. 
back when we had first created this temple. However, sh- these fanes were destroyed by Strahd. There are monuments to their name, things that have been desecrated. We must find these monoliths all throughout Barovia. One in Berez, another under the Gothias tree within Yester Hill, and the final near the castle, next to the windmill. These are symbols, links to the fanes. Links that have far long been broken. Should they be reconnected? Strahd's power, his connection to the land, will be severed. Granting you quite the boon. Understood. And the heart of sorrow, can that be destroyed or can that link be severed to that? If I understand it correctly, the heart of sorrow is that of hardened glass that can be shattered. Therefore, severing the connection. Thank you. Of course. Esmeralda starts walking up. And... I... We are in look of someone. Another wizard. Mm. One that has taken someone very dear to me. Have you seen anyone enter the Ember Temple recently, or have you noticed any disturbances with any of the... Maggart. Where is Maggart? The... That it, another dark power. Where is this one? And you see the Lich standing, turning his head and saying... Interesting. Um. Yes. Nephron spoke of someone searching for answers, but the mind was shielded and Nephron was unable to get their motives and they were turned back. Maggot. And you see the lich making their way towards the top of the staircase. And they point to an amber sarcophagus on the lower floor. The one that, as you entered the fissures through the broken wall to your left. (sighs) 
Something is off. I didn't see it until you brought this up. And they begin walking down the staircase. You all follow. You see them come to the amber sarcophagus. This lich places a hand and nothing happens. Something is wrong. You see them backing away, casting a spell on this thing. See telekinesis beginning to lift this amber sarcophagus into the air. And as he turns it, you see this open crack on the side of this amber sarcophagus. Mm. This has been opened. And as this amber sarcophagus is pulled from this alcove, you see this open slit. Something leading further in. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. As you all notice spooky something to possibly investigate. (laughs) So, with that, we're going to end tonight's session. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, geez, yeah, lots of lots of good good information here. Um, what a lovely guy! <laughs> nicest lich I've ever met. Yeah, right. Super pleasant. <laughs> uh, yes. So thank you all for for joining us. Um, please consider subscribing to the channel if you so wish, or just leaving us a follow. Um, and if you are watching the recording of this episode. Thank you so much. Uh, Like the video, share it with your friends, subscribe to our channel, um, give us a five-star review on Spotify and all other podcasts, um, podcast apps. Um, Make sure to follow us on social media at TalkingXP. And, oh, if you're trying to learn how to play Candela Obscura, I made a giant video about it, so check it out on our YouTube channel. Um, I've gotten, like, I think 10 likes and it was 100%. So everyone that's watched it has liked it. That's great. I feel very good about it. You should go check it out. Um, Also, my TikTok, I'm posting it on there, too. But anyways, outside of that, Matt Matt Maven. Maven. Matt Maven will be back Ah. this Wednesday, and we're returning to the mystical world of Bikini Bottom by gosh darn it. (laughs) I thought that was going to be a real quick, easy, fun thing to reimagine. And in fact, it is... The most complex, diverse, intricate, social, it's just, it's really just enigmatic and multifaceted, and I'm, I really want to do it justice, so we're actually going to be returning to the map we were making last week, this week on Wednesday, and hopefully completing that, but we will be completing Bikini Bottom. I'm really excited by the direction the map's coming so far, so you should join in and see what, how, how it turns out. On Wednesday at 7... 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Right on. Map Maven, the return to Bikini Bottom. The return to Bikini Bottom. I love it. So join us then. Um, But outside of that, thank you all again for joining us. Make sure to level up, and we will see you all next week for an exciting episode of Ravenloft Misfits. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.